Hello and welcome back to Let's Dive In, the awesome show. It's our podcast where we have a go at answering questions all about life, the universe and all and everything that's in it. I am Phil. And I am Julie. <laughs> Let's dive in. What, why Why were the pirate accents there? What? what? You'll find out. Well, Julie, we're back in our studios ready to answer the world's questions about the world. You've got such a wonderful way with words, Phil. I love it. But I also love how you say we're back in our studios because (laughs) really my studio is not much more than a plastic box lined with some foam and a microphone in it. I love how you say not much more when it's like that's exactly what it is. Uh, And my actual studio here is my desk with my duvet wrapped around me to act as a sound dampener so I sound really professional on the radio podcast that we're doing. It's nice to be professional and cosy though because I'm actually sitting in a freezing cold garage. So <laughs> <laughs> It is It is the best thing about it. And what I'm asking, while we're answering the world's questions about the world, it is nice to be wrapped in warmth. Absolutely, absolutely. Lucky you. Well, enjoy the warmth. And I am. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> isn't it great that we're getting so many questions sent into us with our hashtag? Yes, thank you for everybody sending the questions in. We're being so surprised at how many there is. So, our question today comes from Sive in Limerick, who we actually asked, we got this, she asked this question first, but we got this question in a, a few times. Um, she asked, How far can you see? with a telescope that is another super question i'm so pleased that that one was sent into us thank you very very much now phil do we have the answer we do uh well when i say we do we don't but someone we know does so that's okay did we do that thing that we do when we don't know what the answer is we do and that's what i was trying to get to uh we 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 do know the answer um and we did ask someone else and we asked lana and she knows the answers who is lana I'm glad you're keeping me on track here, Julie, because I'm just off and do de do de did and you did and we do de died. <laughs> Lana is, yeah, look, I'll let her tell you herself because I'm getting a bit mixed up. Lana, who are you? I am Lana Salmon. I am a PhD student here in University College Dublin and I work on telescopes and satellites, which is a really cool mix of how we see the universe through two different lenses, both on the ground and in space. What's a lens? A lens is like your eye. It's something where you collect information, but mostly in the terms of a telescope, it's where you collect light. And so what we're trying to do with telescopes and satellites is to collect as much light from the universe as possible. And then we can analyse that light and try and figure out what actually is going on out there. What kind of gases are involved? What makes up the sun? What makes up a star really, really far away? and also the different kinds of light that we can collect. We've got lots of different kinds of light. The one, the light that your eye can see is different to the light that you can collect with a radio telescope. And so with a radio telescope, it collects radio waves from different sources in the universe. So you can look at these nebula with these crazy regions of the universe where there's gas and dust that will someday, hopefully, form planets and stars. And so we're looking at what our universe looked like very long ago when we look at these uh, nebulae. Whoa, hey, there's a lot in that. I know, right? Like, there's a lot to take in. Now, and Lana, although she has a clear and calming voice, 
she clearly knows her stuff and was getting just a little excited there about talking about all of the options. Definitely. And she started with telescopes collecting light, which sounded lovely. And then she went on to talk about how the colour of objects can tell us about what they're made of. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and I I know we talked about colour in one of our other episodes. Um, so it seems that like if we look through a particular type of telescope, we can figure out what's on a planet or what's in a star or even what gas is just floating out there in space. It sounds so beautiful. And then on top of all that, she just mentioned how they could look at things from years ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait, are, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That Lana is a secret time-travelling space pirate? Then, then yes, y- yes, yes, you are thinking exactly what I'm thinking. Um, And, and I did ask. You are then standing with the big telescope because your side is obviously you have a bigger telescope so you want to see far further. Are you just like have three people holding a giant one or how does this work for you? I'd hope that we're kind of like pirates on a ship awesome. exploring the universe. But when you think of a telescope that you'd have at home or that a pirate would have, it's the same idea as what we do. And so it's basically a tube with a mirror and the mirror is collecting the light that's coming into the tube and reflecting it onto something. So in the case of a pirate, it reflects the light onto your eye and you see. Onto one eye, because you have an eye patch. Yes. That's very true, yes. <laughs> and also nowadays, with modern technology, we reflect the light onto a camera. Uh, so like a camera on your phone, you reflect the light onto a camera and you end up with an image. And that's an optical telescope. So that's a telescope that can see the light that your eye can see. But then there's lots of different kinds of light. And so you can do the same thing, but with radio waves or with gamma rays or x-rays. So they're all different kinds of light, but we can't see them with our eye. So we detect them in a different way using a different kind of telescope, but very like the one that we have for a pirate. (laughs) I bet you are loving all these piracy references. <laughs> matey, I am. Any yes, any excuse, any excuse. <laughs> um, actually, I'm thinking of some spaceship puns, space pirate jokes. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah. Okay, here's one. Uh, what's a space pirate's favorite planet? Uh, space. See, uh, Nap- Neptune. Nope, it's Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, I'm too happy for having my mind blown by Lana to worry about your uh, brutal space jokes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which part? Well, the bit that blew my mind was when uh, I used to think that skeletons, skeletons are like skeletons telescopes. When a skeletons, skeletope. God, I can't say telescopes were just the, like the pirate type. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. Um, where, where telescopes were just the seafaring type. That's Ooh. what I was kind of... Oh, yes, yes. The ones where, you know, like you just go, you sort of pop them out and they, they get longer and longer as you pull your arm further and further away. Anyway, um, she did say that there were lots of different types of telescopes for looking at different things. And they looked at different types of light, which are x-rays, radio waves, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, that really kind of interested me because I was wondering how they they look or listen to them. I wonder if they use a microphone for the radio waves. That's a really good question. Did you ask Lana like a pirate? Uh, I, would, you mean like did I ask her and I, I put on an accent? No, no, uh, I uh, I meant you asked her eye to eye. Uh, oh, for the love. Just, just roll the tape with Lana. Your jokes are... Oh. <laughs> 
What you're saying is that depending on the different type of light, you need a different type of thing to be able to gather it and look at it. Is that right? That's it, exactly. And so in the case of radio waves, it's a bowl. In the case like of... a cereal bowl. Exactly, yeah. Oh, really? Sorry, no, that didn't... <laughs> That's exactly what it looks it like? It looks like a bowl, yeah. Usually very, very big. What's the biggest one? So... There's actually a limit to how big you can make these because it's very hard to support that. It's a huge, heavy structure and it's very unstable because it's hollow, so it can kind of fold in on itself, it can crush itself. Does that limit how far you can look at things? Because our question was, how far away can we look at things? To a point, yes, it does. But we can also do this thing where we make lots of those telescopes and we put them side by side, and it basically makes it into one very big telescope. So if you take the whole of, say, America, and you put 20 different of these cereal bowls all the way across America, you end up making a very, very large telescope without having made the telescope, uh, made, you know, an America-sized cereal bowl, which would be pretty cool. (laughs) You've you've ended up making a very large telescope with 20 different small ones. Okay, so that might be a bit difficult to visualise or understand. So we've got a simple demo that might help here. What you're going to need is a piece of paper, a marker pen, something like a sharpie, and a round cup. So, are you ready? Okay. Imagine your piece of paper is a country. Granted, it's a bit rectangular, but stick with me. Now, get your marker and draw a dot in the middle of the page. This dot represents one telescope. Now, get your cup and put your cup right over the dot so that the dot is in the middle of the circle that your cup makes. And now draw a circle around your cup. This circle represents everything that that telescope is trying to see in space. Now that's one tiny telescope looking at a very big space. And it can't see it all. It can't possibly see it all. So what we're going to do is we're going to make an array. And an array of telescopes basically means filling up our circle so that there are more telescopes to see everything in that space. So grab your marker pen and fill your circle with lots of dots until your circle is almost like one giant dot, like one giant telescope. And that's exactly how it works in the real world. All these telescopes work together like one giant telescope to look at space. So what are these very large telescopes called? So you've hit the nail on the head. They're called very large arrays. Excellent. Uh, An array is just a a load of different detectors. So you you line them all up and collect as much light as you can. Yeah. Can I just say, nailed it. You can. You can. That was a very good guess. Right. I have an array of talents. (laughs) (laughs) Nice for you to find them. Eventually. Oh, yeah, I, I did like the fake laugh that you put on there, uh, but I, I guess I deserve that. Um, fine, back to Lana. And is there any of them in existence or built already? There are many. Uh, really? There are really, really are quite a few networks of these telescopes. One is within Europe, and it's called LOFAR. It's the Low Frequency Array. 
Oh. Uh, so it's a network of radio telescopes. We've got one in Ireland in Borough County, Offaly. And so Ireland is sort of getting involved in these big networks. So anybody listening to this podcast in like in, in Ireland, the UK or the world, there's going to be potentially one near them that they could look at, work at or, or, or see into not only what's out there at the moment, but back in time. Is that right? That's it. Exactly. Yeah. You can all be a time traveller. So there you have it, folks. Just pop down to your local time travel centre, which in our case is in Burr in County Offaly. Well, when you put it like that, it's so exciting. So not only pirates, but actual time travelling pirates. Travelling at light speed. That sounds so fast. It is. How far are we looking? Are are, are we looking back in time? Exactly. Light is the fastest thing in the universe. And... If you imagine that you, you've got a very, very large universe, and if you look out to the very, very furthest point that you can think of, the light from there is travelling towards us, but some of that light hasn't reached us yet because it's just we're too far away to have seen it. So at the moment, we can see out to a certain point, but we can't see past that. So there is a limit to the amount that we can figure out about the very, very early universe. How long does it take from the light, from like the furthest place away to get to us? So if you think of the very beginning of the universe, that was 13.6 billion years ago. And that light is sitting there waiting for us to detect it. But we can't see it yet. It hasn't reached us yet. But if we wait long enough, someday we will see that light. Putting that into perspective, if you look at the largest planet in our solar system, Jupiter, if we were standing on Jupiter and I shone a torch Mm -hmm. towards Earth, it would take 44 minutes for us to see that torch come on because it takes 44 minutes for the light from Jupiter to reach Earth. With that, you can see that although Jupiter seems really, really far away, the very beginning of the universe is an awful long time away. Very, very long. So for us to like even see and start to understand the Big Bang, the big explosion that started all of this universe, we're going to have to wait for all that information to come to us. Is that kind of, that's kind of quite exciting that you know that even though you know that something happened, you're still only going to kind of learn new things. Oh yeah. Every day there are new things happening that help us to understand where we came from and what happened at the very beginning. That must be really exciting. It is. It makes every day really fun and different. Awesome. I think I, think I might not be a pirate now. I think I might just be a, <laughs> be a space scientist. We could be both. Yes. Space pirates. <laughs> there we go. Major props and thanks go to Lana Salmon for taking the time to talk to us. And explain how far we can see with telescopes. And that there are different types of telescopes. And that they're huge. And even when they get so big that you can't go any bigger, so you bundle a few of them together and you create an array of telescopes. A very large array of telescopes. uh, And they can give us an indication of what's out there in the universe. And even back in time. Yeah, back in time to when your pirate jokes were funny. Hey, they're funny now. Okay, okay. Well, look, maybe I've been a little bit harsh. I will give you one more chance. (laughs) Okay, okay, thanks. One more chance. Are you ready? Yeah. What are the letters of the pirate alphabet? Pirate, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, R, and the seven C's. <laughs> no, 
No, you couldn't. No, that's still awful, Judy. That's it. I'm exercising my veto. No more pirate jokes. Yeah, you know, I just can't help it. I'm hooked on it. Oh, you lured me back. That's it. I'm out. You do the hashtaggy thing. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. But I'm not here. Those jokes are awful. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really love it that you join us on the show. But don't forget, if you want to keep listening, like and subscribe. And if you... Wait, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry. I know I I said I I stormed off. I wasn't really. I'm much more... I'm actually, to be honest, I'm a little jealous I didn't come up with the jokes myself. But what we could do with some help is that if people sent in their actual jokes to hashtag Let's Dive In and sent in sciencey jokes or piratey jokes or other better jokes, that would be good for us and we will potentially put them on the show if they are as hilarious as mine. That's not going to be too difficult. That's it. I'm out again. I'm storming off again. (sighs) Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. Now, apart from Julie and me, Let's Dive In is only made possible thanks to the support of Science Foundation Ireland and RTE. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So a giant thanks to them for supporting us and helping us put it all together. But what I think is even more important, no offence, Science Foundation Ireland and RTE, is the people who send the questions and our mini testers, because really they are the stars of our little international science showcase of science. Science showcase of science? Showcase of science. And because, I mean, like we are showcasing the future and they are the future. We'd also like to thank our delightful producer, Nikki Coughlin. Whoop, whoop. Our coordinators, Lorna Byrne, Sharon Shannon and Avian Bird. And of course, the head honcho, the lovely and very important Suzanne Kelly. I feel like I should have a drum roll. We should have a drum roll. roll, Please keep us, don't fire us. And finally, thank you goes to you. Yes, you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And even your cat about the show and make sure that you like and subscribe. So until next time, enjoy your life. And other things. See you soon. Bye.